0: I will keep broken things. I rediscovered this about myself this summer when my husband, our young children and I moved from Minneapolis to Fort Collins. And in preparing for that transition, we handled just about everything we owned and asked ourselves, should we bring this with us? And we brought plenty of broken things. This is most evident perhaps in the coffee mugs we packed up. Lots of imperfect mugs. There's the mug with a significant chip in the lip that my mom sent to us as a wedding gift way before our big day because she just couldn't help herself. There's a mug from Italy that our former neighbors gave to us to say thanks for caring for their pets when they were out of town. And I think that I like it even more now that it's so faded. The handmade sugar bowl has no lid, it got smashed about a year ago. The ritual of morning coffee is a big one for me. And just about every coffee making tool we own has a story and some chip fading, or other imperfection. And every morning when I make my cup of coffee, I choose which mug, which beloved broken thing will be my companion in starting the day. They are not new. They are not perfect. They are something even better. They are part of my story. Their beauty is that they need not ever be fixed. Our current worship series entitled, You Are Here, is an invitation to get ourselves oriented in these very disorienting times, to return ourselves to the here and now of our lives, and to make our choices from this grounded place. Because moving forward from a place of feeling settled and oriented is much more likely to lead into a life of integrity, depth, and joy. And getting oriented asks us to be honest with ourselves. It asks us to resist the temptation to only orient ourselves to selective, comfortable parts of our reality and resist the temptation to go after a cookie in some other jar instead of eating the one on our plate. Getting oriented with self-honesty means being clear eyed and truthful about what we experience around us and about what we experience inside ourselves. And I can really get on board with this concept up here. Like lots of us, I love to read about getting oriented through mindfulness and embodiment. I love to think about it. I like to talk about it. And I am very skilled at making plans for my hypothetical future self to be fully present and embodied in a tidy room somewhere, just feeling that serenity. And the truth is that the present moment is wild. It is not tidy. Orienting ourselves to where we are right now involves encountering broken things, broken things around us, broken things inside ourselves. Perhaps we find ourselves in the midst of wildfire smoke, frustration and desperation with pandemic parenting and online learning, and now preparing to transition back into partial in-person learning, Perhaps we find ourselves in the midst of falling into addictive behaviors, feel ourselves visited by depression, anxiety, or loneliness that won't stay at bay. And then there's the news, the election, the Supreme Court, the officers who killed Breonna Taylor not being indicted, the sheer quantity and chaos of news. We wake up to the moment, and if we are honest with ourselves, we see that our lives are made of broken things. And our lives are made of beautiful things. Both are true. And so how do we respond? When we're under stress, it's very easy to fall into blaming, shaming, criticizing, withholding, all of this, especially towards ourselves. So many conscious and unconscious responses to coping with pain. And we also live in a culture that would have us just throw out anything that feels even minimally broken or displeasing to us, or maybe we need an upgrade. Just order another one from Amazon, really. Just toss it out. Have a new one magically arrive on your doorstep. If this life isn't living up to our expectations, maybe we should just get a better life. But we only have this one wild and precious life. We can't trash it. We can't return it and get a new one. And so the spiritual path asks us to orient ourselves to the current reality with honesty and open eyes, cultivating a tolerance and grounding necessary to witness the beautiful, to witness the awful, and to keep saying yes to life. To keep saying, I will keep broken things. I will keep myself. I will keep this life. Not because we don't have agency or because we should just accept whatever comes our way. Not because we aren't worthy of something that is good or someone who treats us right. But exactly the opposite. Because we are so worthy. And because we must ground ourselves in truth-telling and radical self-honesty if we are going to genuinely move with compassion, generate possibility, and amplify love, wholeness, and amplify everyone's humanity. And this asks for our courage and our compassion. And it starts with compassion towards ourself, towards our world, approaching with tenderness and curiosity, and finding a way to befriend this life.